0: Welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 241, and this week's topic is the Boston Red Sox and star third baseman Raphael Devers agreeing on an 11-year, $331 million extension. The 26-year-old is a two-time All-Star, a Silver Slugger Award winner, and a World Series champion. The Boston Red Sox paying to keep stars used to be a no-brainer in 2013. 13, they gave All-Star second baseman Dustin Pedroia an eight-year, $110 million deal to stay. But since then, they have not really been in the business of giving their homegrown players long-term deals. They let lefty ace John Lester sign with the Chicago Cubs. He went on to win a World Series with the Cubs. Then they traded MVP Mookie Betts to the LA Dodgers, where he has gone on to win a World Series. And this offseason, they lost Starshore shortstop Xander Bogarts to the San Diego Padres, and after that, many Red Sox fans, including myself, thought Devers would be the next one to go based on the fact that the team was not recklessly spending on players like they once did. And on a logical side of things, that makes sense. These deals rarely pay off in the end, but to appease a fan base, you need to spend to prove your commitment to winning. Everyone is always talking about the Tampa Bay Rays, and the Oakland Athletics because those are two teams that win baseball games despite the fact that they don't spend a lot of money. Well, the reason that they don't spend a lot of money is because they don't have a lot of money to spend. They don't have unlimited resources unlike the Boston Red Sox. That's the frustrating thing about the Boston Red Sox is that in the last few years, they have acted like a mid-market team when they are one of the five biggest markets in all of baseball. I would put them up with the New York Yankees, the Chicago Cubs, the Dodgers, and I know a lot of people will defend the Red Sox for not spending, and they'll say, look at their past when it comes to spending. The last few deals haven't been great. Chris Sale, for example, has been a disaster. Well, guess what? You don't get to use that excuse because these other big market teams recklessly spend. The Yankees have had so many bad deals in their past, yet they continue to spend spend money on their guys like Aaron Judge and they continue to go out and get free agents like Carlos Rodon. That's why the Red Sox need to keep pace and they need to move on from the past. You can't look at the past. You are a big market team and you need to act like it. So thankfully, them signing Rafael Devers is some form of recognition that they need to act like a big market team who can spend a ridiculous amount of money on one player. Also, Boston is a sports town. It needs stars. These teams, even when they're bad, it doesn't matter. If they have a star, we're still going to watch them. It was getting to a point where if the Red Sox were going to continue to lose star players to other teams, then they were going to begin to lose the fan base. And maybe they already have to a certain extent, but I think bringing back Rafael Devers at least gets some people back on their side. I know for a fact that there were some people who were in the it's either between Devers and Bogarts, and I'd rather keep Devers than lose Bogarts, and while I agree with that, I still think that the Boston Red Sox should have kept both players, because you had two players who had won a World Series with your team that wanted to spend their entire careers as members of the Boston Red Sox. Xander Bogarts wanted to be a member of the Red Sox. I don't care the money he got with the San Diego Padres. I know it's a ridiculous amount. In the prior years, they should have come up with a deal that would have appeased Bogarts. There's a lot of speculation as to why Raphael Devers is the player the Red Sox have decided to pay long term and it doesn't take a genius to come up with public perception playing a big part in all of this contract extension. This offseason has been rough for the team. They've been linked to almost every big free agent but never came close to signing any of them and I don't think they were really that close to bringing back Xander Bogarts. I mean they weren't even offering $200 million for a guy who signed for $280 million. I think even if you're a fan of this move of the Red Sox giving Devers $330 million, you can look at this and say they should have had a better deal for him a few years ago. They should have locked him up before now. Look at what the Atlanta Braves are doing. They are locking up their young players before they establish themselves and head towards free agency so they don't need to worry about these kind of ridiculous numbers that are happening with contracts in baseball. It can work for both sides. You can give a guy way more money than he's worth right now and still not pay him like he's a top 5 player in all of baseball. The Atlanta Braves signed Austin Riley, who was an MVP candidate last year in the National League, to a 10-year $212 million deal, while the Red Sox signed Devers to free 31. Now, I do not look because Raphael Devers is that much better as Austin Riley. I think they're similar players. I just think the Braves have done a better job of signing their players to long-term deals that work for both sides. Like, I do think this is an overpay for Raphael Devers. I like Raphael Devers a lot. I think he is clear far and away the best player on the team, and I think the problem is Raphael Devers now knows he's the best player on the team, and that's why he gets this money. With Austin Riley, the Braves can go, look, I still have Acuna, I still have all these players on this team, I'm not going to give you $300 million, we have a chance to be one of the best teams in baseball, the Red Sox cannot make that same counterpoint to Rafael Devers, but what I find funny about that is, if they had Xander Bogarts, or they had Mookie Betts, or even if they had Andrew Benintendi, they could say to a guy like Rafael Devers, hey, take this long-term deal, so you can play with these great amount of players, and you can win championships. I fully believe the Red Sox had to pay Rafael Devers to keep him long term because he knew he was the best player on a not so very good baseball team. It's the exact same thing that happened with Aaron Judge and the Yankees. The Yankees would have been absolutely nothing without Aaron Judge so they had to do everything and anything to keep him a member of the New York Yankees. It worked out for these players but I don't think these deals are great for these teams. Yes, they kept their star players, but are these teams any better? No. Red Sox executive Bloom also put the pressure on himself by routinely saying that Devers was a top priority, and he said the exact same thing about Bogarts and lost out on him. There's only so many times you can say something is a top priority and not come through. Then you have the ownership aspect. Many are saying the move is coming now because Red Sox owner John Henry, the principal owner of the team, was booed during the NHL Winter Classic. Sometimes it doesn't matter why the right thing happened, and this is one of those times. I don't care why or how Raphael Devers is going to be a Red Sox for the next 11 seasons. I think it's the right move. Although I'm still in shock that Devers is really the only main component of that 2018 Boston Red Sox that's still on the roster. Yeah, you have Chris Sale, but I don't think he'll ever factor in to a winning Red Sox team ever again. The team just lost Nathan Avaldi. JD Martinez is gone. Mookie Betts is a Dodger. Xander Bogarts is a Padre. I really thought that team was on its way to becoming a dynasty because you already had established Betts as an MVP, Bogarts as a star shortstop, and Raphael Devers was on the way. Could you imagine having those three players play together for an entire decade? You would have won two to three more World Series titles. Something that annoys me with most sports teams is this idea of paying outside players before you sign the players that you drafted and turned into stars. Like the idea that the Red Sox at one point were signing David Price and Chris Sale to mega deals before they locked up a guy like Mookie Betts. I mean how do you think Mookie Betts felt about that? Whether or not you believe Mookie Betts wanted to spend his entire career as a member of the Boston Red Sox. Clearly the Red Sox did not do a good enough job of telling Mookie Betts they wanted him here the entire time. And now you can say the exact same thing about Xander Bogarts. I mean, it's crazy to sign Trevor Story the year that you have a chance to re-sign your star shortstop, Xander Bogarts. It's almost like telling the fan base, yeah, we've already found his replacement. We should all be celebrating the fact that Devers is here to stay in Boston. But overall, the Red Sox offseason is a mixed bag. Their big offseason signing is Japanese outfielder Mashataka Yoshida and you don't know what to expect out of him in his first year in the big leagues. And their other signings are older veteran players. Justin Turner, the longtime Dodger. Kenley Jansen, the all-star closer. Former Cy Young Award winner Corey Kluber and reliever Chris Martin. Their team is also expecting big things from their young first baseman, Tristan Cassis. With these moves, and some of them I think are very good, I'm still confused as the direction of the team. They seem to be in this weird in-between of rebuild and contending, and I feel like that's my problem with Heim Bloom and the Red Sox. I don't know what direction he wants to take the team. Does he think this team is very good to win now, or does he think they're a few years away? Because bringing in Kenley Jansen makes me think Bloom thinks this is a year they could be a very good playoff-type team. But then I look at their lineup and I go, there's not a lot there outside of Raphael Devers' Yes, Alex Verdugo was very good last season for the Boston Red Sox. Still, I don't think he should be one of your main offensive contributors. He's a role player. And their outfielders aren't really those old school mashers that we're used to watching. There's no Manny Ramirez out there. There's no Jim Rice. There's no guy like that in their outfield. You can pencil in Devers for 30 and 100 next year, but the rest of the team on offense is quite a mystery to me anyway. And I think there's a lot of pressure on Trevor Story to be the guy from Colorado and not the guy in the first half of last year for the Red Sox. I mean, that guy has to be a 25 to 30 home run guy for the Red Sox to be any good on offense. And on the starting pitching side of things, there is a big mystery there because they're going to rely on older guys who have been injured like Corey Kluber, like James Paxton. We have no idea how these guys are going to do. I think they've lost their two best pitchers last season. Nathan Avaldi is gone. He's a Texas Ranger. And Michael Walker is still a free agent. I hope the Red Sox get Michael Walker back. Then I think I'd start to feel good about where this team is headed. It almost feels like the team is filling a weakness in their bullpen. I mean, yes, they have Jansen and now they have Chris Martin. Those are two very good relievers. But now what was once a strength now feels like a weakness. Their lineup, there's no J.D. Martinez. There's no Xander Bogarts. There's not a lot of offense there. There's not a lot of right in production at this moment. And yes, this is not the beginning of the season. Maybe there's going to be one gigantic trade that makes me feel great about where the Red Sox are. But I'm not. I'm I don't feel great about the short term future of the team, and maybe the short term doesn't matter. But when you're the Boston Red Sox, it always should matter because you should be a big time spending team. Signing Rafael Devers is great. Now surround him with talent and make Make this a contending team. You cannot finish in last place again. And getting back to Devers, I will say that is one thing I'm a little worried about. This guy has never been asked to be the number one guy on offense. And I know it's a baseball team, but he has always been surrounded by talent. In 2018, he was part of a stacked lineup that had J.D. Martinez. It had Mookie Betts. It had Xander Bogarts. In these last few years, he's still had some of those guys. He's always had talent around him. Now he is going to be the lone superstar on a roster, and I'm not sure how he's going to handle that pressure. He is going to have to produce like last season. He had a great first half of the year, but then in the second half, he played like a normal guy. You can't ever be normal if you're the face of a baseball team. I mean, look at what Aaron Judge did last year for the Yankees. That was special. He was great through the entire season. There was no down point period. That's what Devers almost has to be for this Red Sox team to be very good. And I know they put a lot of pressure on him, but he has that contract and it's going to be what people expect from him. They're going to expect him to be an MVP candidate every single season because of that contract. I also wonder if his long-term future is going to be at third base. He is not a very good defensive third baseman. I think in the future, he is going to have to switch positions, but who knows? how that's going to play out because if Tristan Casas is a great player then he's going to be your long term first baseman. I think for the next three to four years you're going to see Devers at third base but by the end of this he's going to be a first baseman I think he could be a first baseman in the next five to six seasons. One thing that does bother me about the Boston Red Sox as an organization is that they seem to bow down to public pressure. Like they seem to always react to what's going on. Oh you say we're a team that never signs a star player to a long term deal well we're going to do that with this guy that's not the point you should never be that way as an organization you should want to keep your players long term and they should have kept Mookie Betts and they should have kept Xander Bogarts but that doesn't matter in the end what matters is putting a good product onto the field and you've lost those guys and you haven't been able to replace them you still haven't found a Mookie Betts type guy you lost Jeter Downs I mean, that's why everyone is making fun of that trade because the pieces you got back haven't worked out at all. And the thing about Bogarts that never made sense to me is why didn't you just trade him at the trade deadline and get a nice haul from a team that was a contender? It just doesn't make sense to me. But again, it doesn't matter if you do the right thing and you become a winning team, nobody will care. It's about wins and losses. That's what matters. It doesn't matter public perception does not matter. You are bad, so people are calling you bad. The minute you become good again, we're all going to forget. I just don't want this team to be win and then we're a last place team again and again and again. I think that cycle has become tired. I'm sick of it. I want a consistent organization that can develop players and spend money when needed. And I really like the idea of Rafael Devers being a foundational piece. I just don't want him to be the only piece. I hope in the next three to four years, the Red Sox have a stacked team around him and they're contending again. I want Tristan Cassis to develop into a star, but I want the team to go out and get a star. I think their next move should be trying to get an all-star pitcher to join this team because that has been when the Red Sox are at their best. Just look at their history when they had Roger Clemens in 86, Pedro Martinez in the 2000s. That's when this team has thrived. when they have a foundation piece like Devers to go along with an ace pitcher. That should be what this team is going after. Now sadly they haven't had an ace in years because Chris Sale has been injured and you're never going to be able to rely on him in that way. But that's the piece that could really change people's opinions on where the Red Sox are headed. Go out. If they go to the Miami Marlins and end up trading for Sandy Alcantara everyone is going to be super excited because they're going to have an otherworldly starting pitcher and that's something they've had on every single one of their World Series winning teams. In 2004 they had Schilling and Pedro. In 2007 they had Josh Beckett. In 2013 they had John Lester and in 2018 they had David Price and Chris Sale. Get an A starting pitcher to go along with Rafael Devers and then I'll start to think you're headed in the right direction. Signing Devers hopefully is the beginning of a plan. Not the end of one. You should not feel great just because you signed Raphael Devers. You should be trying to build a roster around him to make yourself a competitive team for next year. I think the best case scenario next year, they're a 500 team. I think Toronto is better than them, and I think the Yankees are far away better than them. But it's my opinion that the Boston Red Sox should be doing everything in their power to change that. That they should be making moves to become one of those teams competing for a wild card spot next year. If they are in last place again, I think next year will be the last year for Heim Bloom, and that this contract might be the one and only big contract he ever gives out. I know we gave Trevor Story a lot of money. This is the first big, massive deal that Heim Bloom has ever given as an executive for the Boston Red Sox, and I hope for his sake it's not his last. Right now, as of this moment, there feels like like there's too many what-ifs on this Red Sox team. What if Kluber and Paxson are really good pitchers? What if Trevor Story is the same guy he was in Colorado? There are just too many factors. What if Chris Sale comes back and becomes the Chris Sale of old? Those are just too many what-ifs that I'm just not going to bank on happening. So right now, I think the best-case scenario is the Red Sox finish third place in the AL East and they can compete for a wild-card spot. And sadly, I still think... Think there's a possibility that this is still a last place team in the AL East. They have not done a lot this offseason to get better. Yes, they have a much better bullpen, but look at their lineup. There is no one other than Devers that opposing pitchers are going to fear. There's no other guy that you're going to be able to rely on. They don't even really have a starting catcher as of this moment. Now, again, there's still some offseason to go. There's some more moves to be made. We should be celebrating the fact that Devers is here for the next decade, but it's hard to feel hopeful about next season in particular. I love that Devers is here. The Boston Red Sox need star players. I just wish there were other stars around him. And the frustrating thing is, there were. They had Betts, they had Bogards, and they had Devers. That's a trio that should have been here at least a decade together. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm Cam McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So please rate, review, and subscribe.